You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunday Side Up. I'm your host, Mitul Shah. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Maria White from Toyo about selling in a remote environment. We have unusual episode this time, a typical podcast. I mean, our typical episodes have been uh, an audio-only version. But speaking with Maria, it was very evident that this has to be a video version. So we're experimenting with this one, you know, between audio and video. So if you see some hiccups, this is our first, you know, time we're trying this one. So please uh, bear with us on that. Uh, There's a lot of insights if you're listening to an audio version from this but I think you'll get the best value out of it if you were to listen to a video or look at the video version at sunnysideupmedia.com. But with that, let me welcome Maria and I'll ask Maria to introduce herself. Maria, welcome to the show. Can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Absolutely, Mitchell. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come and speak to your listeners. I'm very excited to be here. So a little bit about me. Um, I've been in the technology industry for over 20 years now, and I pretty much started in a sales environment. So I've had a very eclectic career. So in EMEA and and globally, I've been leading and creating sales teams across the whole sales channels. Quest, um, we got acquired by Dell, HPE, and Oracle. And um, with that international sales experience, I was asked by HPE back in 2011, to relocate to the States, I picked San Diego, which by the way, I'm super excited that that was my choice. And um, they wanted me to transform their sales team from the inside out by using, you know, sales enablement strategies to do so. So I started a journey in enablement 2011 in HPE. Uh, and since then, I have just come from service now from four and a half years doing the same thing there. And now I'm super, super excited. Eight weeks in, in this amazing hypergrowth company, Twilio. So uh, very, very excited to be here. Thank you, Mitel. That's awesome. Well, welcome to the show. What, a, what an exciting journey, you know, from, uh, from, you know, international environment to states to going to, you know, some of these amazing companies. So, you know, let's talk about sales and let, let's start with that, right? It, talking sales, you know, as an environment, the typical, uh, you know, thought process around that. The sales is very face-to-face, in-person, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, kind of environment. And COVID has kind of changed this environment completely. You're not able to see your, yeah. I mean, not see, meet your prospects, meet your customers, do the selling in that uh, in that environment. So, in the current selling environment, what have what are you seeing? You know, with this COVID and working from home. Yeah. So, th- I mean, it is. It's. T- for everybody and um, interestingly enough I started that in service now in March and now I'm you know continuing the journey in Twilio in the COVID environment which people are declaring the new normal and you know I would just kind of uh, lean into that thinking a little bit and deconstruct it I mean 
selling since, I mean, since probably since humans have been able to trade has been, you know, in, in our environment. But what I've seen in, in COVID is this almost um, different mindset with a little bit of lack of confidence of, of how I continue to do business during the COVID environment. And I've got some great news for you. I mean, I really, really do. Sellers have been selling on the phone for years. You know, this, mm. is, this is something that they have been doing all of the time before COVID. When you look at, say, uh, an SDR, someone who does, who does demand generation, they've only been using the phone to attract attention to services. And then they would hand that off perhaps to an inside seller who would then do deeper qualification. All of those transactions with your customer in the early side of the has always and still is taking place in a telephone environment. When you look at it from a channel or a partner or a field environment, you know, traditionally they've been doing all of the prospecting has been a little bit reversed, you know, 50 to 60 percent in front of customers. And then the other 50, 60 percent is, you know, via telephone, email and meetings. One of the biggest differences that's happened with COVID, which has put pressure on every individual selling is especially from a field perspective, all of a sudden, all of your customer interactions are being moved into a Zoom environment. Well, maybe I shouldn't say Zoom, but into a virtual environment. And on top of that, everybody is expecting everybody to be on camera. That's a whole different ball game. And I want to just kind of lean in and recognize and, you know, hopefully put this out and people can breathe a sigh of relief. This is really a different way of showing up for your customers in a remote environment. And now you have to combat a ton of different things that you didn't have to do before. So it could be that both of the partners are at home. If you, if you have children, both partners are at home working. You have the um, beautiful distraction and interruption of children and partners saying, maybe you're in the same office because you both are doing working virtually now. That's a huge mental you know, and emotional stress on you as a seller. You never had that before. It's one thing. The second thing is, is guess what? Everybody is now expecting you to be on camera and <laughs> be camera ready. I mean, we're not in the movie industry, but you know, it's almost an expectation because of our social presence and the way we're communicating now in the 21st century, that it's an expectation that not only do you have to show up on camera, but your background needs to look good and you need to look good and you need to, you know, ready and, and have that deep dialogue with your customer on camera. So there's so, so much more pressure. The good news is, is you've got this sellers. You've been selling, you've been in your sales career, you've been doing this. I just wanted to join Mattel and, and talk to you about how we can maximize your opportunity when we're in the virtual environment. So is this here to stay or is this temporary, right? In a sense that, you know, we all are feeling that and this is temporary or this is here to stay. Like, you know, with the example you kind of gave, right? I mean, like my son will run around sometimes and he doesn't know I'm in a meeting and he'll just come in. Uh, my lawnmower, somehow he knows perfect timing to come and cut my lawn <laughs> when I'm having a meeting. And I used to get super stressed about this, right? And I used to get nervous about this and there's little control you have over there. Is this yeah. a new acceptable standards? People are okay with it? This, this is here to stay? I think, you know, we, we're creating a better level of tolerance towards it. You know, I'll tell 
pre-COVID as a global as a global leader, um, eighty percent of all of my engagement with my colleagues and vendors has been, you know, remote. So I'm used to the phone and the virtual and and in office. But I would say seventy percent, maybe seventy to eighty percent, I've been doing it on a virtual environment. Now the difference was, and this is a key difference, before remote workers very safe and comfortable to turn their camera off and mm. you know to mute it if the dog was barking or if the if the children came in came in uh, too early or if the lawnmower went off we felt perfectly comfortable and safe and it was accepted to just turn the camera off and turn the audio while you took care of what was happening and then you continued the dialogue you know so is it gonna stay well absolutely working in a remote environment is going to stay there's no doubt about that. As, as hu you know, just as a normal human being, in my humble opinion, we have learned to be incredibly graceful and tolerant to what's going on around the individual. I just hope that moving forward, people feel comfortable to turn the camera back off for a moment and turn, you know, just make it work for you. Don't put that pressure on yourself. You know, if, if it's a Friday and you're starting calls at 6 a.m., not with customers, obviously, but if it's internal meetings on a Friday, you start at 6 a.m. and you're actually still not ready for the day because you, you're starting so early, you should feel incredibly comfortable to not have to be on camera. Um, I think it puts an extra level of stress and emotional tension on the individual trying to uh, separate their home environment from their work environment. And there's a wonderful thing, and, and if I can, if I may, for your viewers watching, you know, there's a way to clear all that behind you away as well. So you can stay on camera if you wish, but there's a, there's a way to, to create an environment in the background where it's okay. It's okay. You can't see my house now. Um, can you see that, Mattel? Can you see oh, my, yeah, my background yeah. right now? Oh, yeah, totally. So that's okay to have the different backgrounds, you know, to... to to push your home environment out of the eye for your audience, that is okay to do that. And I think, I don't know whether people are looking for permission for the right balance, but yes, we're in COVID. I'm not a doctor. I am not somebody who can create the vaccine, but I'm pretty sure it's around for a while. So that being said, learn how to manage, you know, your environment and in the virtual world of meetings and selling to suit you as well as get ready for when you are presenting to a customer, which I know we're going to speak about in a little while. So me as a seller, right? I mean, I, I totally get it that, you know, we need to embrace the change, but there are certain ways I've been kind of conditioned, right? That if I'm in front of a customer or a prospect, there are certain ways I'm supposed to behave. There are certain ways I'm supposed to act. You know, there's certain, you know, uh, things that is kind of expected you know, from mm -hmm. me as a seller and at different stages and different level, those game kind of change. Um, so if I'm a seller, how would I prepare, you know, for, to be successful in this remote environment? Um, and if I'm a closer, you know, I have even more pressure because I used to be able to buy a flight ticket, even though yeah. it sucks to fly, you know, go through all the security and whatnot, but I was conditioned to sit in front of you and have yes. this conversation and close. That, yeah, thank you for the question. It's a great question. And there are two sides to this, Mattel. And, and I, I'd like to give you an example of a conversation I had yesterday night with one of our, our sellers here saying, you know, I'm finding it really difficult to set my 
my day selling remotely it's so mm. unusual to me I'm still finding challenges how to break up my time so I like to address that part of the question first which is how to set yourself up for success as a seller in a remote environment and the second part of the question I would love to lean in afterwards on what's really happening when you're in front of a person and I think that would be a nice way for us to kind of like tease that out in a little bit maybe do a little bit of show and tell as well is that okay Mateo? Sure, that sure, that'd be awesome. Perfect. So, so when you think about it from uh, the, the lens of, okay, before I was in a virtual selling environment, what did my day look like? And it probably went something like this. You planned your week as a seller for your face-to-face -face meetings with your customers and your phone calls. So you would have a couple of days where you would probably do admin and phone calls. Normally, it's like a Monday and a Friday. That's kind of like the traditional go-to. But um, on those days, you may be office-based or home-based. But Tuesday to Thursday, every day, you were probably out there in your customers' offices doing multiple meetings at a time to continue to build that trusted advisor relationship with your customers and, you know, and, and give them great um, service as an account executive or a seller, if you will. So now, all of a sudden, you, you can't do that on your Tuesday to Thursday or when you were doing those meetings. So how do you prepare? How do you create your mindset around that? So here's just some, you know, a one, two, three. Number one, if in any role that you have, if it was, if it was normal for you to dress up every day as a field-facing seller, trust me, put on your best face when you get up. I do it. I'm not in T-shirts and jeans. I'm dressed as if I'm in the office. I have a jacket on. I have a top on with, with pants and, and shoes. And I'm ready. I want to be like as if I was in the office. So, you know, a good tip because it's a real mindset trigger. You know, get ready like you're going to work. That is a huge, huge change of mindset for you. If you show up, even in a virtual environment, like you would if, it, if there was no COVID. Because it doesn't really matter whether you can see them today in person or not. It's how you show up for them. So I would say that's one thing. And that will bring a layer of... Um, regimen or, or consistency to your day. This, the second thing is, is if you are managing, and this is a real, a real challenge to some people, if you have both partners are at home working and you share the same work environment, then maybe plan together when there's a high load on your partner versus you and plan your schedule so that you can literally share the office space when one is always on online you know on the camera and the other one isn't so you can work in a symbiotic way with your partner and that includes doing things like um if you have um the the management of the children and the homeschooling and everything like that think about this as you know let us plan appropriately for the coming week or who's going to own what how we're going to show up and then this will put your mind at ease that you can focus lean in and laser focus in on your selling activities when you need to do it. So three things there. Number one, show up as you would if you were going to be in the office. Number two, plan for those calls because you know that there are going to be distractions. So create a space to plan time for those calls when you're speaking with the customers. And, you know, number three, please don't be so hard on yourself. This is, this is what it is. And <laughs> accept the fact that things are going to be different for a while. And it's just about adaptability and, and really getting whatever inspires and motivates you to be your best self 
try to do that. And for me, it's trying to show up every day as if I was in the office, because I've been working remotely, you know, for a very very long time, um, you know, in sales and in enablement. So that's kind of some of the things that you can do from the point of view of setting some consistency uh, in your work for it. And then Mattel, did you want me to expand or did you have a different question before we go into uh, what it feels like to be in camera or audio versus face-to-face? No, so I mean, just just as part of that, maybe maybe you you kind of answered, but just wanted to kind of double click on that, right? So I mean, still me as a as a seller, right? The remote environment and in person sales is is a different sport, right? I prepare differently when I'm doing you know in person yep. compared to in a remote. Sometimes I even don't know how should I prepare? How should I even ask these questions? When I'm oh, okay. doing somebody face-to-face, I can look at your body language and I can kind of gauge that where this conversation is going, right? Um, so in this, maybe can you, can you, you know, guide us that, you know, me as a closer or me as a seller who can see you react to your emotions and then I have kind of my mental script accordingly in yeah. a remote environment, how would I do that? I'm so glad you asked that question. So this is, you know, scientific fact. I didn't just, you can go and Google it if you wish, but 70% of our communication with each other is called nonverbal cues. So what that means, a nonverbal cue means when you are face to face, you are sending messages to each other with your micro facial expressions. Hundreds and hundreds of these are happening, you know, every minute or five minutes. And also with your body, you are sending messages and signals to each other, you know, through that. There's a ton of research and training on body language and micro expressions. It's, re- it's a real thing. And um, how that impacts us in this remote environment is you probably think it's different because it's not energy centric nonverbal mm. cues. And what that means is, you, you, I'm sure everyone can relate to this. When you're stood in front of a person, when you're sat around the table with a person, you know, it's very obvious when that person is listening to you because it's almost like, and I'll try to demonstrate it to the best of my ability in virtual, but it's almost like they're leaning in to you and they're being thoughtful and their hand, you know, their hands on their chin or they're thinking and they're, they'll put their hand and they're looking at you and, and they're paying and they have expressions in their face. So they'll be expressing, they're emoting to you basically during yeah. that selling dialogue. And what happens to you as the seller? I mean, number one, if you, if you had some background of training in it, you know, you're going to know how to pivot it. But the, the real side of it as a human being, you're picking up on those nonverbal cues and you are reacting to that. So yeah. it's not totally removed you just need to be on when we're on the camera, when I'm looking at you and you're dialoguing with me, I genuinely have to look at you really deeply to understand how you're emoting through the camera. Um, so, so that's, that's one side of it. The other side is the way you use your voice. So as I mentioned earlier from a, an SDR, you know, a, a sales development rep or an inside sales rep, that is their core job. They are educated and trained on how to use their voice as their main during dialoguing with customers. And I'll give you uh, a few examples. Um, There's, you know, pitch, pace, pause, uh, tone, intonation that you can use in your voice to stimulate excitement and engagement 
but also you can listen out for it as well. So, you know, just as an example, when somebody is enjoying the dialogue with you, because I don't think in this environment you can look at their pupils expanding, that would be too <laughs> hard to pick up on, that would be uh, really hard. But certainly from their tone of voice, you can pick up on how they're responding to your questions by, by the way they are also speaking. And you can use the way you speak to excite and engage and um, you know, help encourage two-way dialogue. So for example, if I change my tone of voice, Chimitao, and I'm quite slow speaking, and also camera, and I, and I start looking away when I'm talking to you, there are a ton of things that are happening if, if that happens when your customer is doing a lot of uh, stuff like that, it could be that they're not really engaged in, in, your, in your discussion. And, th and that leaves an opportunity for you to say, uh, stop, use the pause. If you pause long enough, the person's going to turn back and then it affords you to ask them a question. Can I, you know, is there anything, you know, can I ask you how that resonates with you? And stuff like that so we have a lot of tools at our disposal that we have been using in the face-to-face -face environment we just need to transform them into the virtual environment that was so cool when when you kind of changed your pitch uh and the pause i could almost feel it right i mean like from the the energy that you have and then when you kind of went a little bit softer and kind of pause and i could def i could definitely feel that you know as to you know that yeah something something definitely has changed in this so that was that was that was fantastic that's fantastic uh, so so maybe maybe double clicking on that you know maybe maybe some of our listeners who are new to this world right you yeah. know have not sold you know on this um, and I think this would be a, a great tip great experience for them you know some of the things you were kind of talking about how to sell in this environment right? Like, you know, you talked about the mental mindset, make sure that you're ready as if you're going to the office, making sure you're planning your day accordingly. But some of these areas you kind of talked about your pitch and your body language and your approach. Um, maybe if you can double click a little bit on that and, and say, what are the other tips that you have if you're selling into virtual environment to yes. make sure that uh, you're able to do what you do successfully? Absolutely. Setting yourself up for success. There's a few things. You mentioned one of them, the mental mindset, how you show up. You know, the mm. other one is creating a, a good environment around you. So there's no distractions and you can be your best self because of that. So that's two, the mental mindset and the environment that's going to help you to sell in a remote environment. The other side of that is, is very much the norm, but you need to transfer it into this new normal. And what I mean by that is, if you have no confidence in understanding your customer's business before you go into this remote environment, you're going to get exactly the response you would have had if you did it face to face. The only difference is, is they might've been nicer about it. So if we think <laughs> about it in reality, if you're not understanding your customer's landscape and what they're hoping to do in their organization over the coming years during COVID and after COVID, and truly understanding what their business outcomes are they're looking for to then apply yourself as bringing business insight to them and helping them reach their business outcomes through your solution people service, then you, you will not be confident because you, you won't be able to speak their language. 
And that is part of setting yourself up for success. It sounds very simple, but before you're gonna speak to a customer inside a remote environment or face to face, do the research, do the discovery, understand who you're speaking to, what they care about, what their business is, is gonna be doing, how you can help them with your services. Having all of that stuff prepared before you go to a remote environment, you are going to emote confidence. And what I mean by that is when you're speaking to your customer and you are able to ask questions about their specific environment, your customer is going to say that is in their, you know, in their, in their thoughts when you're presenting or talking to them, they're like, this is all person really understands what I care about. They really understand what my business is trying to achieve. And, you know, we're all here for the same reason. We're trying to fit services and solutions to help an organization thrive as much as that organization is trying to create solutions and services to help their customers thrive. So being prepared for that conversation is going to help you to ask the right questions and emote confidence so that your um, potential customer will experience your passion and confidence in your want and need to assist them in their business outcomes. Mm. No, I think that's a very astute, you know, insights. But, you know, again, previously I was able to control and minimize the number of variables, right? I'm sitting in front of you. I have my staff, I have a mental model. It's a very confined environment. You know, I'm minimizing the number of variables that's there. Now the variables have increased. I don't know if my internet connection is going to be stable, if my mm -hmm. lawn moving guy is going to show up. You know, all these different things just creates added stress and variability. Should people just adapt, you know, and learn how to adapt to that, you know, or just embrace what's in front of you? I'm really excited that you asked that question. And I, I can't help being a show and tell personality. <laughs> I'm passionate about everything I do. So, Mattel, I will tell you and then I'll show you. So, first of all, if uh, there are jagged, if there's a lag on the video when you watch this podcast, you know, that was semi-intentional because I wanted the, the audience to fully appreciate that we are in a digital environment that is not always perfect. And we should have the ability as business professionals to be tolerant and graceful about how we interact with one another, customer or colleague. And, you know, as an example, Mitel, as I said, a show and tell, I don't think it makes any difference to you, the seller, if you have an issue and you need your camera off, because I'm still emoting to you and I'm talking to you and I'm using my tone of voice to convey the excitement in our, in our dialogue. And, you know, and likewise, if I had to pause or, or something noisy was happening. That is so cool. I would say, I'm really sorry, Mattel. I'm just going to go on mute for a moment, but keep talking. I am listening. So learning how to, you know, empower each other through the remote dialogue is really important because if they're showing up in the meeting for you in a remote environment as a customer, let's just be very transparent. They want to talk to you. No one is going to go into a remote environment, into a Zoom meeting with you. Sorry, I shouldn't have said Zoom. But anyway, in a virtual environment, if they don't want to talk to you and if they put the camera on, that's straight off the bat because they also want to see you and have a dialogue with you. That is so cool. Maria. I think we can, we can keep talking about this topic for next couple of hours. You know, I mean, I think uh, I'm learning so much from, from this podcast as, 
as much as a lot of our, our viewers and listeners are gonna, but uh, you know, keeping, uh, keeping time in check and, and respect your time. Uh, thank you so much you know, for being on the show. This was really invaluable. Um, so we really enjoyed this podcast and uh, thanks for sharing your knowledge and wisdom. We'd be really, really happy to help. Thank you so very much for having me on the show. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us and share these insights with your peers.